Welcome everyone to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, the podcast with three different flavors coming from three different gamers. I am your host, Nick Irwin, and I want to welcome my co-host, Patrick Smith and Shane Eisterhold. Hey, Patrick, where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram uh, at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. You know, Gamescom just ended last week, you know, so let's talk about did anybody have anything that came out of that um, that event that they really want to talk about. I mean, I there was it wasn't a whole lot for me. Uh, that I thought was was just worthy out of that event. But, you know, I've got a couple of things that I want to talk. Nick, did you see anything that kind of came out of that event that kind of grabbed your attention that you thought everybody needs to be aware of? Yeah, I mean, there were a few things. Um, <clears throat> I did, you know, Sea of Thieves was there, and they talked about some of their stuff that, you know, because we talked about them a little earlier in their content releases that they do. And they got another big content release that they're going to be doing with uh, adding dogs to the game. And they're supposed to have a new voyage that's going to be permanent. I don't know what that means. They really didn't say much about it, so I'm sure we'll learn more about it later on. But I, I, you know, I like Sea of Thieves. It's a fun game to come back to once in a while, especially with all four of us to, you know, get on the boat and play music and sail the seas and stuff and do those voyages. The voyages or the 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 tall tales, I think they were called. Yeah, were really fun. Uh, I really enjoyed those. So. I, hopefully they'll add more of those. I think we all had fun except for Russ because he just got to stare at the mast for the whole game. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, it's ironic. I actually, I actually do enjoy doing it. It's like you know, driving Miss Daisy and times three for you guys. So it's really not that bad. It, it's actually is an enjoyable game. I'll get off the ship every now and again. I'm pretty sure he enjoys it. He gets it from three directions. Everybody going, Russ, you need to go left, go right. One person's yelling left, one person's yelling right, and the other one's saying, go straight, right into the rock. Yeah, I think what makes that game so fun, though, is you're with your buddies. You're able to just relax, do the missions and stuff, but it never felt pressury. You guys can just enjoy and laugh. And that's what makes that game so fun to me. It's the camaraderie of playing. I think the 50% to, like, are we collectively a huge PVP group? No, we're not a huge PVP group collectively. But, you know, every once in a while when we turn a corner and there's, you know, somebody there and we just tear them apart because, you know, we're actually focused for more than 10 minutes and we, you know, we, we drop somebody's ship, it kind of feels nice. Now, we have the other times where we're not. and But for the most part, when we drop those ships, it is kind of fun to kind of sink somebody else's ship on occasion. Cool, cool, yeah. Sea of Thieves, that's a good add. And they're adding dogs. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, and and like I said, there wasn't really that much. There wasn't a whole lot of other things on there. You know, they talked about some DLC for some different games. Uh, They kind of showed off Little Nightmares 2, which was, you know, the first one was a pretty cool little kind of puzzle type of game, kind of like Limbo and, and those types of games. They did show off another Medal of Honor, which is cool, but it's going to be a VR game. So I, I would love to see another Medal of Honor game, but I don't necessarily want it to be a VR game. Even though I do like some of the VR 
games out there. It's just not one that I, you know, if they're going to bring that franchise hasn't come out since what the 361, I think it was the last one that came out, which was really good. I know me and Shane played the multiplayer on that a ton, and that was a really good game and really good multiplayer. But you know, and love to see that game come back, you know, because that's an old franchise that you know before Call of Duty, that was the best World War Two uh, type first-person shooter. Allied Assault is still one of the best shooters. Uh, oh yeah, single-player shooter games. Uh, War Played a II. lot of that. That that kind of stinks that it's not a you know it's not an actually full fledged I mean it's full fledged game but it's all VR so you know I, I don't know how it's going to be you know they showed off uh, Doom Eternal's getting a DLC well, yeah it's always cool it's a good game it's a fun game um, they showed off Destiny 2's Beyond Light uh, expansion or whatever it is that they're doing uh, that they're going to have coming out this year or is it this year or the beginning of next year I can't remember when that's coming out but That'll be good. Everyone likes, I mean, we like Destiny, so that would be a, a fun one. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that one with the group. Uh, you know, we always, like I said, it only downfall is that it's three players and we're a four-player group uh, normally, so, you know. Right, yeah, three players. I don't know why games make, have three, it's like two or four, you know, that's that's the thing. Two players or four players, not three. Here's what happened, I think, with Destiny and games like that is is on the development team they always had that third wheel guy. You know, you, you have your <laughs> you're the you're the married couple or the couple that's together, and you have that one friend who just did, never leaves. You know, <laughs> think about uh, think uh. about like Big Bang Theory, and you know, they, there's always like Howard and Bernadette, but then Raj is always there, and you're just like, come on, dude, I, I want some time here with it with my girlfriend, or I want you know, that's the way I always figure most gamers come in. They come in pairs. You know, there's usually two friends that play games together and they hang out with another group of friends who have their that play games together. I mean, that's how we are. I mean, me and Russ have been friends for years and then Nick and Shane have been friends for years. And then we all started hanging out. So we had a foursome group, you know, instead of just a threesome. So, you know, it just comes down to that where it just I just I just feel that way. The developer was the person who was in the development room. at that's like, I want to play with my other two friends because I don't I don't have my single best friend. That's the only thing I can think of that happened with it's, it's that one guy hanging around the water cooler all day. He's yeah. like, hey, can I join? They're like, uh, I guess we'll add another person to this game. He got tired of hearing, well, it's only a two-player game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a programmer. He just programmed a third person in. He's like, no, no, I'm in it. Nope, that's the guy with the robot friend. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, I Gamescon mean, was definitely a little weak. It, it was. And some of the stuff that excited me was not even really anything that they showed off. I mean, I they 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 talked about Dragon Age Four, but that's it. They showed like a behind the scenes teaser, and I'm like, uh, get out of here with that, <laughs> and you know, right? Give yeah, me gameplay or game. get out. Right. If you're a World of Warcraft fan, they're talking about Shadowlands, which is coming out in October, so the next expansion for World of Warcraft. Yeah, and I read somewhere, and you may know more about it than I do, but I read that Shadowlands requires an SSD. Oh, I hadn't even read that, and that's insane if it does. I mean, I, you know, I my computer's a little long in the tooth, but I've upgraded over the years, and I just put in an SSD a little over a year ago as my primary drive. Uh, but that would be, if the minimum specs on that is a, is a solid state, uh, I, I don't get where they're coming from. I mean, I've not played the last the last expansion or the one before it. I come one or two expansions behind on it, but I can't see how that game would require any of that. Well, they, they're going to have a huge level squash. I know that. 
and then they're going to have like play areas as the level you want to. So in other words, like back in the day when we would go through uh, like Tristful Glades at like level 20 or, or 15 or, or going through um, Goldshire or, 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 you know, those areas there, certainly like you could come back and actually be like level 40 and do that. Cause I think they're doing the squash. I want to say to 60, I could be very wrong, but they're going to the to, to squash levels for the first time. So uh, another, that's pretty interesting level squash. Huh? So they're not doing a stat squash. They're going to do a level squash. That's yeah, interesting. They're, they're doing a complete level squash. And so, uh, Hey, you know, I think the last time we played, um, you know, it was pretty interesting because they opened up some of the faction play. It's just you talk about grinding again versus loot boxes. We come back to that. I mean, there was, that was one heck of a grind because you had to grind reputation in order to open up those factions. But uh, same game is coming out, basically. I mean, it's going to be, you know, build, 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 release, build, 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 release. It's, it's, nothing's really changing in that game. Yeah. And, but it's a proven model, and, and they have millions of subscribers, so more power yeah. to the WoW. I hate that they dumbed down the game to that extent because I liked it when there was a little thought behind your rotations and it just wasn't, you know, these three button rotations and then a release of your abilities. Uh, I did find, so I guess there was some controversy when it first came out that the minimum specs did say SSD only, but then I guess uh, I just found a blue post that wasn't too far, too long ago that said 100 gigabyte solid state or 100 gigabyte HDD, depending on performance of the drive, you may have ex- experience may be impacted. So, it sounds like whatever they're doing, they may be doing a lot of that level shadowing where, you know, you go into an area and it, it, it changes the area, but there can be other people in the zone playing and not see the changes that have happened to your world or vice versa. So, oh, right. wow. We played WoW a lot, you know, and, and, and honestly, I've not played it for the last couple of expansions just because it seems too dumbed down. I've tried multiple characters. I wish they would go back to the to the vanilla style or maybe even up to the point before they did the the whole, you know, use these three buttons as your builder, your pusher, and then this one is your expender type thing. Cause I think it just dumbs it down too much, but it dumbs it down to the point to where I guess they get a lot of players that want to play it because it's a simplistic MMO. You know, it's, you know, you're not going to get the people that would play that or play um, Eve online to play this, you know, or vice versa. Yeah. I, I would love to play Eve online. It's just, I feel like that, that game is an awesome game, but I feel like it, it's just, been out for too long it's like i feel like for new people it's just hard to get into into eve online it's got its own community and everything and i don't want to step into that it's but, fun uh, you're protected yeah. as a doobie for a little while but yeah it's definitely right. fun it's a pretty game and i played it quite a bit back in the day i never got too far into it because i would run into the same thing because a lot of the skills in that game are, are actual time-based skills like you got to say i want to learn this ability you know, an example would be I want to learn to fire rockets from my from my uh, spaceship. So I have to invest in all these sub skills to get to rockets one. And then if I want to get to rockets two, it takes like seven days worth of real time, basically leveling. And it's level if the skills are learning in the background, it's kind of like your character is learning and reading while you're away. So you tell it to cue the skill and he skills he cues the skill and works on the skill while you're offline or online. It's just real time to learn the skill. It may say this skill takes two days. That one takes seven days. That one takes a week. That one takes a month. But you can invest in, in other skills to reduce those times, use implants and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's definitely a hard game. It is a time sink and a half. It is probably one of the, the more time sink and sens- uh, sensitive games that I've played. It just takes so much time to get anywhere and to earn ISK to buy new ships and new abilities and new 
new stuff. It was a fun game, and and I still occasionally they'll they'll do a comeback and play for like a reduced amount or free, and I'll do it for the month and maybe subscribe for another month or two. Yeah, I used to play uh, also. You know, I probably didn't play as much as you did, but I played it and subscribed for a little while, and I really liked it and really enjoyed it. But yeah, it is it is a huge time sink, and it's a, you got to put a lot into that game, but. It is a fun game. But anyway, going back to Gamescom. <laughs> yeah, off topic, talking about MMOs. They did show off uh, a cinematic trailer for Werewolf the Apocalypse, which is based on the uh, uh, tabletop RPG series. So I don't know what type of game it's going to be, but that might be cool, depending on how it comes out. So Yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it, it started out in one genre and it made it to the next, I don't know enough, enough about it. You know, I didn't play that. We all play tabletop and board games, but not one that I played before. I think I no, read I mean, somewhere, um, I was going to just, you know, for those that uh, are huge Sims people, I also saw there that uh, Star Wars is coming to Sims, so more stuff, more Disney, more EA interaction there, so more money coming from that. You can make your own stormtrooper and live his life. On the Never Death have Star. kids. Never have kids because you can't hit anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you spend your spend your time learning to aim. Yeah. You 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 put your sims together and you're like, just why can't they have a stormtrooper baby? Yeah. What's wrong with them? Why don't they take their helmets off? Yeah. Um, what's, what's the cleanest thing in a stormtrooper's bathroom? The urinal. They have urinals in their bathroom. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, they're always standing, never sitting. But uh, no, I, I, I mean that's cool. I, I don't like to buy the Sims DLCs. They just got way too many, and they just bring out way too many for that game. The yeah, Sims is a never fun under, game. That's a company I never that understand. never. Yeah, they never put their their DLCs on sale neither. That's another company that never puts anything yeah. on sale. Sometimes you'll get where they bundle like five or six of them together, but I don't even know how many add-ons they got to that game. Every time I look at it. I'm like, ooh, that one looks cool. Ooh, that one looks cool. I throw them in my cart, and by the time I look at it, I'm like up to 80 bucks, and I'm like, for The Sims? No, thank you. <laughs> I never got into those types of games. It just never did it for me. I, I like The Sims. I enjoy it. I think it's a fun game. But, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of the really cool stuff for The Sims you have to is in the DLC, and you have to buy the DLC to get a lot of the cool things that you want to get. I mean, the base game is good, and, you know, it's all there. Everything you need to play the game is there, but if you want the cool like after party or holiday, you know, versions where you can go on vacation or whatever, you know, you gotta buy. Or in this case, the Star Wars, where you've gotta purchase that DLC for it. So they really DLC the that game a ton. Yeah, that was that was. I mean, they, I think they showed off uh, some of the Star Wars Squadron uh, yep. single player portion of it, which. You know, that game looks cool. I hope it turn. I hope it ends up being really good. Uh, we'll see. So, uh, but that does look really cool. And yep. uh, a new Wonder Boy. So oh, yeah. I, I, I like Wonder Boy. Me too. So that. Yeah, that's gonna be. I guess it's a. It's a remake, I guess, of Wonder Boy Four. So. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the ninety. So. Oh yeah, look at that. Remake of that? That's cool. Yeah, the Asha in Monster World. I want yeah. they should remake uh, Wonder Boy in Monster World. I think they, I think they did. I want like a new modern looking one, like like I, a like a true remake of like an RPG modern RPG style. Yeah, that would be cool if they did like a remake of Little Nemo. 
in in Dreamland. That was a really cool NES yep. game back in the day. I don't know if it would be. I haven't played that game in a long time, so I don't know if it'd be frustrating now. But I remember I liked it when I was a kid. <laughs> and they also showed off uh, the Scarlet Nexus, which is that uh, Bandai Namco anime supposed to come out on next gen consoles, I think. And, and I think next gen and and this gen consoles, I think it's coming out on. I've seen a little bit of that. Do you do you know much about what it's supposed to be? Because it looked pretty cool, but I have a I I have a a love-hate relationship with Bandai Namco. It seems like everything they put out is just like anime fighter style. And then sometimes they'll put out like a really hidden gem game and you're just like, oh, this is great. But then, you know, I'm not a huge, like, I'm not a huge fighter game kind of person to some extent. I can if they do a little bit of RPG elements in it. Like I haven't played the latest uh, Dragon Ball one because it's it's a fighter game and, and I'm, I'm and, but it has RPG elements in it. So to me, it's not worth the full price. I have to wait for it to go on sale, but... Have you read much about it or seen much about this game that tells you more than than what it what it, what do we saw in the trailer? Not a whole lot. I do know it is an RPG. It's an action RPG. I don't know if it's based off of an anime. Uh, I've never heard of Scarlet Nexus, uh, uh, an anime called that. There could be one. I wouldn't be surprised. But it is an action RPG. Other than that, I, in the trailers that they've shown, I really don't know much more than that. It it looks all right, and you know it might be one. It kind of reminds me of Code Vein, which I really liked. <clears throat> At least that art style. I don't know if it plays the same, but the art style that Code Vein had, the anime kind of flashy anime uh, style. So I don't know. It, it's definitely for me. It's on my radar. I hope it ends up being a pretty good action RPG. So because if if so, it'll probably be something I'll play. We'll just have to see how that turns out. They're hit and miss sometimes with those. Yeah, with Bandai Namco, I find they are. For me, anyway. Yeah, and then they—I mean—they had some other games too, but not ones that really, you know, stuck out to me. You know, not a lot of newer new games that we just don't know that much about. And like I said, a lot of DLC for a lot of the games that are already out now uh, yeah. is pretty much what they showed off. So I did notice that about this year's Gamescom. It is a lot of DLC, and that—that that was that was kind of interesting that you just said that because I was thinking the same thing. There's a lot of DLC. I mean. I saw the DLC. They showed like a little bit more gameplay of uh, the Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon one. I love the Outer Worlds game. I do not think that the DLC is going to be worth $15 and $25 respectively. I don't think that they're going to be worth that because I don't think they're enough content. So those will be ones, like I said, I don't normally go back to DLCs, and this is the reason why. How long ago is Outer Worlds out? And I mean, I played it. I've moved on. And they're just talking about two new story content ones. Right. And there's a there's a time for... You know, and it's a really hard time to find as far as when DLC should come out, right? I mean, because if you wait too long, if you come out too quickly, you know, players are usually playing the original game and haven't even gotten to the point of that DLC. But then they also feel like, well, if you're already bringing DLC out, then, you know, you already had this finished and you were just kind of waiting a little bit to bring this out. Like, why isn't this just in the game, you know? But if you wait too long, yeah, exactly right. It's harder for those individuals to go back to that game and say, oh, I want to play this DLC now. Because by this time, they're now games come out so often. Now they're four games down the line playing something else and completely forgotten about that game that they played uh, right. back then that they liked. But are they going to go spend the DLC on it? I don't know. I had completely forgot that they were doing some story DLC until I saw that and the Gamescom, the Gamescom extended trailer. And I was like, oh, yeah, they were doing DLC. But 
it, I ha, I don't know if everybody has the same problem as I do, but when I play a game, you know, most games have a a rotational pattern to them. When you play them, you need to be able to do this, this, and this to play the game. You know, the game, you know, a lot of L, left trigger, right trigger, L, B, R, B, that does set certain things and you get it ingrains into your brain the longer you play it. So it becomes second nature. But then you leave that game and go play another game and you come back and you're like, man, I can't remember how to play this game. I, I, I need another tutorial to get me started. And I feel like a lot of those games like that fail on that because I can't just jump right back into it. I got to kind of start over and build my way back up to the DLC. And I don't feel like I want to play again. I don't want to play it all the way through again. Right. And a lot of places got have got to do that. You know, that DLC have to introduce that DLC correctly or, or exactly you run into that issue. You know, I bought the DLC for control and I started playing control again and it was the same thing. I'm like, how do I do this with my character? What were the buttons again? Like, why did I have these? Uh, you know, because on the, on the game you can put certain uh, stats and uh, things into your guns and stuff. And I'm like, why did I have these in my guns? Like, some of these <laughs> are ones that I'm like, that, that doesn't look like something I would have picked. But I'm sure at the time when I played the game, I picked it for a reason. Right. Right. Yeah. And and the only thing that, that was interesting to me there was um, I I kind of like the D and D style games. The Solasta. Did you get uh, the you know the Solasta Crown of the Magister one? It looks like another party style RPG. So that one looked interesting to me. I don't know if anybody else likes the old D and D, the D and D video games that they put out with. Yeah, I I did. I, I liked them back in the day, and yeah, I did see that one. I didn't. I saw the name and I saw the little description of what it was, but I didn't see actually what it was. So uh, that's why I didn't mention that one because I just didn't know enough about it. Yeah, I think there's like a. I, I thought I was heard that there was going to be a demo out soon or something like that when I was when I was watching the Gamescom thing, but I, I didn't find anything when I was looking recently. But I heard that they were also getting a demo at the same time it was announced on Gamescom. So oh, I'll cool. to go over to Steam and get the demo. Yeah, ch- check it out and see if it's out there. Um, another one that they showed off was Drake Drake Hollow, <laughs> um, and How that one actually that? came out right, and that actually came out the day that they showed it off at Gamescom. Uh, it was available that day. And that one is one that we all played, which I have to remind you guys every time I talk about it. But <laughs> that one, we we played that for like three or four hours, but that was the right. one where you uh, had the little mandrakes and you could base build and you build these like zip lines. You could zip across the map and stuff. And it was a fun game. We killed some, some time playing that. Um, and then we got yeah. wrecked by the darkness or whatever those things were. They just raided us one time. Right, but that game is out, and, and it is on Game Pass. So, uh, you know, if you have Game Pass and you want a kind of a, a fun little co-op base builder combat game, exploration combat base building game, that's it, it was it was pretty fun. It's made by the people that made a, a Flood in the Flame. Uh, that's a fun game, too. Yep. Yeah. So. so, I think, yeah, we kind of ran through the game, but I mean, I, I you know, there's other things that were out there, like the Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart. That just came out there's a whole bunch of stuff that was announced but you know the big stuff we kind of covered most of what we would consider games that are on our big list you know anybody else got any game that they saw that they wanted to talk about that was announced at gamescom i think we pretty much covered everything that, that i would be remotely interested in you know the smaller the 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 i don't mind indie games but they're very few and far between so you know it really wasn't a huge thing that was on my radar yeah, there's a lot of small uh, indie games. They're getting more popular. 
Uh, I think as everybody's getting disdain for the big AAA titles being so so hyped and they can't meet the hype, some of these indie titles are allowed to just take off because they come in at $30 price point and they're just awesome games. Well, cool. I mean, yeah, Gamescom was a little a little uh, it was a little underwhelming this year for me. So yeah, it wasn't they didn't have a whole lot. So yeah, it's probably just a slow year. You know, everybody's anticipating the new consoles and. And there's already been a lot of announcements on what's coming out around the same time as the new consoles or with the new consoles. So I, I can imagine Gamescom was, would be a little lull this year. It's just been that kind of an odd year. I mean, yeah, pandemic and stuff, but wow, it's just the, <laughs> the game news, the game releases, the, everything this year has just been really odd. Um, you know, it's I don't know how to explain it. I mean, the pandemic has an effect, but... I don't know. It's like we could have done things a lot different and a lot better. So I'm wondering if a lot of these issues started before the pandemic and, you know, due to the whole new console cycle coming up. And yeah, then that just made everything that. worse. It's just because of the new console cycle, I think. Everybody's trying to throw their, their uh, especially the AAA title companies, they're just throwing all their money at new titles, IPs and titles and, and remakes and everything to come out with the new consoles so that they can get a leg in with the, when the new consoles come out and get some holiday money from everybody. Thanks everybody for joining us on this podcast and we will catch you on the next episode. Have a good evening.